Welcome to Fresh from the Esky. Subtitled Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Right, welcome listeners to Fresh from the Esky on the Road. I'm down in Victoria. Ben is still in Queensland, so I haven't got him with me tonight. But I have got a couple of special guests. Got Trevor and Julie Hurrigan, Dairy Kings of Northeast Victoria. <laughs> Trevor, I've known for gee, it must well welcome Trevor. You can speak now, Trevor. Can I? Yes. Thanks, yeah. Andrew. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming along. And Julie, um, not probably your most enthusiastic <laughs> guest we've had, but you're here. Hi, what's you? How are you? Very good, oh, thank that's you. I don't know, Trevor. I've, we've been having a bit of a discussion tonight. My earliest memories of you. We'll talk about me for a moment. I think you were still playing thirds, and I was playing reserve grade, and. Your nickname was Psycho, <laughs> and you used to wear a T-shirt under your footy jumper, and I thought, how... Oh, I don't remember that. Don't you? No, you used to wear an Adidas T-shirt under your footy jumper. Mm, it's a bit of a dag. Yeah. <laughs> what, Psycho, why? Uh, no idea, to be honest. You do recall that was your nickname, though? It was my nickname, and I still very occasionally get called that. Yeah, very yeah. Very occasionally, from some of the old blokes like yourself. Yeah, no, I do remember that. So, actually, um, for me listeners, Trevor and I played footy together at Millerwall. Uh, Trevor's done a lot more than just play football, and we'll get into that as we go. And his lovely wife, Julie, never played football at Millerwall. Did you, no. Julie? No. I wish I could have, but no. Yes, well, well in, women didn't play football. No, in today's day and age, yeah, you could, of so course, but it would have been um, netball. If you were at Millerwall, of course, but you... Let, no, actually, let's have a drink first, all right? Now, for our listeners, I'm down in Victoria. I think I mentioned on my um, other episode in Victoria that Melbourne Bitter was a bit hard to get, but I went to... What's the... There's a big Woolies in here. There's a bottle shop in it in Wangaratta. Not at Dan Murphy's. Where'd you go? Just at Woolworths. Yeah, yeah. And they had Melbourne oh, Bitter. Safe yes. Now, this is a very good beer. Trevor's not a great beer drinker. More a Scotch man, isn't it, Trevor? Uh, Jim Bean. Jim Bean, right. Well, After a beer. couple of beers. More of a great Northern fan. We'll try this. That is good beer. That is good beer. It's not bad. It is not bad beer at all. That's good By beer. By the time I get halfway through it, I won't want any more. <laughs> See, this is what... <laughs> This is what I think I've mentioned to my listeners before, you know, like VB was, a, you know, you're going out to get drunk beer. This was your date night beer if you're taking a lady out or something like that. You'd get Melbourne bitter. What was Foster's back in the day? I oh, certainly remember back when we played together, there would have been Foster's cans in the yeah, fridge I know, at but the Millwall Footy Club. It would have been too, but I don't know who drank them, honestly. Foster's not a good beer. Well, for Alan, used to drink them. Did he? Yeah. Oh, you've got a lot to answer for because not a good beer at all. Not a good beer. <laughs> That is not my dog, Ozzy. That is Julie's dog. Julie's dog. Frankie. Frankie. So I didn't bring the dog on the trip with me. Anyway, let's get on to Trevor Hurrigan. I suppose it was around about 84 
83, 84, I got to know you a bit better um, through our friend Andrew Stevens. Is he our friend? Well, we're going to put him down as one, though he rejected me on um, Fresh from the Esky. He did. Him and Bluey both. And as, if, as if Bluey doesn't need publicity, so really. Am I, am I the last resort? <laughs> no, no, that was last time. I don't ask. I don't uh, ask again. If you turn me down, you only get one chance. Okay. We're yeah. big enough. Like, we have international guests lined up. So this is, this is probably the biggest thing. Well, we're interstate yeah. guests. You yeah. are, yes. Yeah. This is the biggest thing you've been involved in since the last dairy industry meeting, whatever you have. <laughs> Yeah, so, like I say, we played footy together. In a successful era, the late Pup Allen coached us to a reserve grade premiership, which we were just discussing earlier. 1985, uh, come, you, from, come from fifth to get up and yes, win. Yes, huge. You'd been playing senior footy before that? Yeah, I played quite a bit of senior footy in 83, 84, and played in the 85 reserves premiership. It'd be fair to say, Trevor, you were one of those guys that was... A bit on the fringe, like fringe when we had the best team, you just missed out. But when we, our seniors was, you know, middle of the road, middle of the road you were yep. pretty much a permanent senior player. And yep. it made it hard because a lot of the time when we had good seniors, we had good reserves. So you mm. might play a lot of the year. I think it was quite a few years that played a lot of the year in the seniors due to injuries to other players and yep. not rotations. We never did those things, so unheard of <laughs> rotations. So, we probably all thought we were pretty good when we were young fellas, but looking back now, yes, if we if Miller had a really good side, I was probably mainly in the twos and played a few senior games. Yeah. And if Miller were middle of the road or lower, I'd play in the seniors every year. Every, yeah. Every week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would I be correct in saying you've won the reserve grade best and fairest five times? Four times. Four times. Four times. Four times. And you won the most improved how many times? Most improved. Oh, oh no, that might be somebody else I'm thinking uh, of actually. I got that in the thirds one year, a long, long time ago. Did you? Oh, well, so you've improved since then. Yeah, I have. Definitely. That's great. Definitely improved. Yeah, won a. Um, I've been runner up in the league, best and fairest, twice in, in the reserves. One yep. year was only played, only played four games. Runner up to Jason Lappin, who went on to play some pretty good footy. He did, yes. Yeah. Well, you always communicated well with umpires. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Do you think? Well, yes, I think. Yeah. You, what was your take on your relationship with umpires? I had a very testing one, I think, but yours <laughs> seemed to run a bit differently. Oh, I thought I got along pretty well with umpires. Yes, I think you did. Yeah. Like if it, if it was a 50-50, well, if it was a 80-23, you'd get it. If it was 50-50, you'd get it. If it was That's because some of us put our head over the ball and some don't, I uh, well, I don't know. I think you had your head looking at the umpire asking for a free. But anyway, yeah, I had my head over the ball. It's just the umpire didn't seem to think it mattered if it got knocked off or not. No, that's all right. So besides football, I think at the time, you also were a bit of an entertainer. Oh. And, uh, the guitar man. Where did that come from anyway? Where Where is the musical talent? Like, don't know. are you trained? No, definitely not. Was your sister? I had about five guitar lessons when I was in about grade six at primary school and threw it away. Yeah, yeah my sister played. She had a bit of training, and guitar lessons, and I tagged along with her and we played as a duet for quite some time. And Eventually I decided to branch out on my own. And, and did yeah. very well out of that, I remember. I'd say, yeah, probably got the most out of my limited abilities that I could. And... Uh, yeah, made quite a career out of it. Career? 
Okay. How long did it last? I had a bit of a goal to give up by the time I was 40. And one night when I was about 39, I was driving home from a gig in Rand, which is about 100 k's away. And I fell asleep about 5 k's from home and nearly ran off the road. You thought this decided, is a uh, time of 39 instead of 40. Yeah, with uh, about five kids at home and 200 dairy cows, I decided to give it away. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll get on to that five kids in a moment. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, like you were playing two and sometimes even three times a week, weren't yeah, you? Yeah. Like, so you had a bit of a name for yourself around here and you still did a... Played in a lot of pubs, did a lot of weddings, a lot of 21sts. Later years, it was more like 50ths. <laughs> yeah. Enjoyed it? Uh, most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes it was just a chore after working a long, hard day on the farm and packing the gear up and going to play at someone's wedding that I didn't know an hour away. Some, some gigs were fantastic. You'd have a great night. Some, some gigs were pretty ordinary. Um, when you're playing in a room that should seat 500 people and 60 people in there at a wedding, it's probably a bit hard to get a bit of atmosphere. Yeah. So, but when you're playing in a pub with 600 people in it and having a good time, it's good fun. So why did you have any reservations about doing this podcast if you've performed publicly like that? Doesn't that... Isn't that... Uh, he doesn't have a guitar in front of him. Is that it? That's exactly yeah. it. That was, his, that was his wife, Julie, if you didn't pick up the voice. Yeah. Couldn't sing karaoke to save myself because I didn't have a guitar. Guitar was a bit of a uh, security blanket. Not that I was any good at playing it, but just yeah, got me through. And so you made a career over entertaining where you required a security blanket. <laughs> you couldn't play guitar and you can't sing karaoke. You've done very well, actually. Uh, could sing a little bit and entertain a crowd. Entertain with your singing. Yeah, like you can't like tell a joke, guy, can you? No, I can't tell a joke. No good no. jokes. So for some reason, people liked it. Kept getting me back. Yeah, no, very popular. You can't doubt that. You were very popular around the area, like, and you um, commanded a fair wage for your entertaining in the end, like. Yeah. Because I know good. I remember you saying you were trying to limit it, but people kept offering you more or will you ask yeah. for more to say, well, that'll. The last won't. the last gig I did was for a guy that. I played at his 21st and his wife's 21st and I played at their wedding and they had their 40th and he rang me up and asked me to play at it but I'd well and truly retired from it by then and I said no I'd have to charge you too much and he said what would you charge me and I said X amount which was a ridiculous figure he said yep no worries there you go so I had to do it <laughs> yeah no I'd, I'd do it for 10,000 too <laughs> yeah. wasn't quite that so Going back a bit, good Catholic boy. You went to Champagnan College and all went that, to didn't Champagnan you? College. Yep. Galen College for year 11 and 12 with the girls. Yes. And, and local to this area, of course, you are. With, um, yeah, been here forever. Yes, Keith and Maureen Keith and your and parents. Maureen and uh, four brothers and a sister. Uh, five boys all farming. Yes, and Keith and Maureen, of course, were farmers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like... Keith originally from just across the river at Londrigan. Yep, and yeah. used to ride his push bike over and yeah. date your mother at the time. I, my dad used to tell me that story about Keith yeah. riding his push bike, Great. taking um, Maureen to the local dance. Push bike over know. to Kerr's Road, Millor, and yep. see Maureen. Yep. And how far have you ever ridden to take Julie on a date? Uh, probably drove. I don't think. Yeah, you've never. Anywhere. Have you ridden a push bike? 
Not for a long time. No. Used to ride a push bike to training, actually. In thirds? Yeah, either up to Millwall thirds or in the Wang Rovers thirds. We had a little dabble in there. Used to ride in. Into Wang Rover. My son doesn't believe that. No, I find it hard to believe. I've never heard that story. You no, sure that wasn't Mick? Mick still rides around, no, I see him I, on the I, bike. Uh, with my first paycheck, when I worked at Brown Brothers Millwall for a very short time, I went and bought myself a good bike and used to ride into footy training. The finished school when? What year? What uh, What did, is your did, education? Did year 11. And that did was year 11. well and truly enough for me. Yeah, and decided I want to go farming. Dad said, you're not coming home farming. Um, just wanted to leave school, hated school. Yeah, I did too. Hated I did school. Yeah, I left after year 10. But yeah. Is that when you went selling goldfish? No, I worked on a local local farm. Well, Brown Brothers for a start. I left school yep. on a, we'll say a Thursday afternoon, rode my push bike, my old push bike, Oh, so then you used to ride to school as well in no, Wangaroo? No, no, Got no. home off the bus and rode the push bike up to Brown Brothers Winery. Yep. Went to the office and asked them for a job. The lady there said, I'll fill this out, X, Y and Z. I thought, bugger that. I knew the owner of Brown Brothers or one of the owners and I went and found him in the winery and I started work there the next day. Mm. Simple as that. So, yeah, avoided the correct channels and just use the people you know. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yes. And uh, worked there for a little while, but yeah, it wasn't my thing. So then a, uh, a local farmer offered me a job on a beef and cropping farm. Who? Robert Kerr. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, you worked for him for a bit. That's so right. yeah. worked there for quite some time until they sold their farm. And then um, yeah, they were leaving the district and they teamed me up with a job um, selling pet supplies or delivering pet supplies from a local company. Yes, and you used to go up quite yeah, well up New South Wales. From so. here to Wagga and Griffith and Narendra. So about 18, 19 now? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, about 18, uh, 19 probably, I was. And unbeknownst to you, the love of your life mm. was in Melbourne, born in Melbourne? I was born in Melbourne. Yeah. So a city slicker of all yes. things. Yes, I was born in Springvale. Oh. So I moved up here with my first marriage in, what, 87? Oh, so until you got married, you were a Melbourne Springvale girl? Mm. Really? Mm. Yeah. So, and parents, city people? Yeah, they're still in Springvale. So, yep. Yeah. And what did they work at? So Dad was an insurance broker. Yep. And Mum was his secretary, would you believe? <laughs> oh, family so, business. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, brought up with... Three brothers, so I've always been a bit of a tomboy. Love my football and my cricket. Yeah, so just for clarification, you're no relation to Ian Dunstan, Murray Dunstan, or any of those Dunstans? No. No. Because no. I thought that for a long time that you were. Yeah, no. Yeah. We'd be far wealthier yeah. if we were. Yeah. How right. much money do you need, Trevor Hurricane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mightn't have to work so hard. So that's what brought you up here? Yes. Right. Yes. And you were how old then, sorry? So I was married at 21. Yep. Not to me, by the way. No. No, no, no. no. We've already established that. Yeah. Yeah. He left me about a month before my 25th, so... Married young, Julie? 21? Yeah, well, it was the thing to do back then. Was it? Yeah. Oh, That's what everybody did back then. Lived in America for 12 months. And, and aren't we glad he left? Yeah. We are. And then, Sorry, um, what you skipped over that bit quickly. Sorry, you lived in America for twelve months. Is that during your marriage? Sorry, or yes, after? during oh. marriage. 
So doing which is a good experience. He worked for IBM at the time. So oh rightio, yep. Yep. So he went over there. And did you work over there? No, I never got a green card, so I was just a, a lady of leisure. And that would have been good. That was got good. To, yeah, got to see a fair bit in America. of it. So we were set up in um, in Texas, Austin, Texas, and then Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, right, yeah. For not quite 12 months for the both of them. And then came home, and yeah, that's where I got in, started with Wang Rovers. Yeah. So I was playing Wang Rovers in the inaugural year. Yeah, you were quite involved in the... Netball, yeah. and then yeah, he left in '91, and then I still st- I just stayed. So I just everybody wanted me to go back to Melbourne, but as in your family, family yes, a lot of my friends were down there, but I just liked the country life and stayed there. So yeah, well, it doesn't yeah. get much more country than being out on a dairy farm. Well, that's the thing. When I was with my first husband, I was like a corporate wife doing dinner parties, and then I. Yep. Sort of Trevor got... and I was milking cows. So. <laughs> yeah. What a step yeah. up that was. Yeah. 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 So things changed, but. And we have dinner parties like this one now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Not very often. So. But I had a lot to do with the Rovers then, so I was on the social committee before the netball started, and then started playing netball. That's how I got a phone number, you know. No, I don't. The tell Rovers me. were advertising their annual ball. Which I would have organised. And Julie's phone number was the contact. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So I just memorised that phone number and rang her up. So you mm-hmm. had met Julie or you just after a free ticket? <laughs> <laughs> no, we had met in passing. Mm. And you thought, oh. It happens in King Grand Final, I think, out of Tara. No, we actually first met in the GC. Oh, it was before that, wasn't and it? I was playing in there. And my that's brother. the uh, Grand Central, I think, which is the old Wangaratta yes. Council yeah. Club. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. So my I got to introduced the us ovens and mm. King Grand Final Lake. As the div- divorcee, meet the divorcer. You've got something so. in common. You're both divorced. <laughs> that's a good introduction, actually. That's a line, isn't it? Just um, for listeners, the Council Club, do you remember... I don't know if you may not. Beach parties? Yes. Where they used to pump sand into a nightclub. Yes. Yeah, you used to wear your bikini. I had a body back then. It was great. Yeah, so they bikini. were still having them when you were... Mm. Been at those beach parties. Yeah. Were at, you? Yeah. You didn't know her. No, I didn't. Oh, well, I yeah. would have... Obviously, I would have seen you with this great body and bikini. <laughs> I had you know? a body then. <laughs> and, and the wet, but, wet t-shirt wet competition. T-shirt competition. That's right. It was too, yes. yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how... I, haven't heard of many pubs that used to do that. Pump oh, truckload of sand success, in there. They? Yeah. They were fantastic. And the music they played was great. Yeah. Those nights. And yes. then they had snow parties as well where they pumped in All beanbag little, balls. Little balls. Beanbag balls. Oh, right. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. They had a little bar off at the side yeah, too so where they, they used to have some really good music. They had live music in yeah. there and they had the DJ next door yeah. and the other bar and the big bar. Yeah, a lot yeah. of used to run into a lot of people around that area. Yeah. Bedendes and Robinsons and yes. lots yeah. of people from yes. Johnson's and that. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different story again. Mm. So at this time you're at Wang Rovers. Trev is chasing your number through the I didn't have to Ticket say tech. it, it was just out there to get. Yeah, yeah well, I was oh, so, so president you're... of the social committee, so I think I was on every fly, and back then we didn't have phones or Facebook. Radio, so it would have been on the radio, and there would have been flyers up everywhere. Yeah, Julie Dunstan, social committee, divorcee, available. <laughs> I don't know about that bit, but anyway, and then you kept following me around town. I did, we so, 
tell He's him a about stalker. The, the perving seat. Yeah, you better tell him about the perving there's seat. A, there's a seat out in front of the National Bank in Wangaratta. And me and my brother Paul worked together at the time on, a, on another local farm. Was that been and every f- Tony? Yeah, Tony Whistle. And every Friday lunchtime, back in those days you'd get paid with a cheque, so we'd go in and bank our cheque and grab a pie from Fox's Bakery across the road and sit on what we called the perving seat. And we're sitting there on the perving seat and I turn around and who's standing behind us at the ATM? One Julie. It's so I plucked up the courage to walk over and ask her out. Oh, I thought you were going to say ask her for a loan. <laughs> I think I gave her a fright, actually. <laughs> well, you know, when like did a, you get frightened when he asked you out? Or before? Well, that too. He's like, you know, a dairy... Um, well, he wasn't a dairy farmer. He was a beef farmer. But, of course, yeah. I had nothing to do with farms. And he also had two children. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. Yeah. And he would have strolled up in his gumboots, probably. Yeah. And that as well. No, no, I was very well dressed. Yeah. We yeah. put on the good gear to go in and have lunch. <laughs> Was that a bit scary, the fact that he had two kids? Mm. Because you at this stage were still only 24 or 5? 25. 25. Oh, no, no, I'm uh, 27. Yeah, we're both about, you were 27, yeah. I was 28. Yeah. Because it is kind of a thing, isn't it? Like it's another, it's not just you and Trev, suddenly you've, oh, I mean, you're not their mother, and but you're, have, you, you've got to be accepted by I them. Didn't have, I didn't have a lot of friends that had kids already, you know, a yep. lot of them were, you know, still or just having them, it wasn't, and I would have been stepping into a relationship with a four-year-old and nine-year-old. Yeah. So. And how long before Trev introduced them? Well, first time I got introduced, I walked in the house and I got a threat teddy bear thrown at me from my stepson. <laughs> told me to leave the house. That was my... So, so yeah, later. so they were, yeah, very accepting. There's a bit, more to, there's a bit <laughs> more to that. Is it? Trev had upset we, him already. We had a barbecue at home. Well, I had a barbecue at home and invited Julie. At home, by the way, was that home, um, Mill? That was Mill, my, yeah. yep. my original house. Yes, yes. And Lots of we nights. We invited some friends around and some family around for Christmas drinks. And me and Julie, I said to Julie, just duck inside for a minute. And we walked down the hallway and we snuck a little kiss. Oh, this and relationship's moving along. It was. And. One young fella saw that and threw a teddy. We didn't know he was in the room. <laughs> no. So <laughs> that I was a bit hard on him, so Julie decided to go home. But that wasn't obviously not the end of their relationship. No. So that was another thing of what am I doing getting mixed up with the <laughs> teddy father of two? Yeah, that throws teddy bears at me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She couldn't resist. <laughs> so he went back, thought about it, thought, oh, well. Oh, I just kept ringing and knocking, knocking on the door, persistent little bugger. So... So what year would have this been about 1993? 93. 93, yeah. Yeah, so the first time I the met you was our yeah. Annette and my wedding. Would yeah. be the first time I met you? I yes. don't think I'd seen you when I'd been down here before that. No. No, probably not. So Trevor got you out to play netball at Millerwall, did he? Uh, yeah, so after... Yeah, you played in a grand final in there in 94, was 94. It? Which unfortunately you lost. Lost by a goal. Because your goal shooter just couldn't <laughs> get it in the ring. <laughs> Were you the goal shooter? No, no. I was the centre. She was the centre. I still got best on, so. <laughs> <laughs> she did. I That's all gonna, I was hoping about. I was going to ring that up. Um, couldn't walk. Remember, I peeled my oh. shoes off my blisters. Like Blisters were shocking. Yeah, terrible. But anyway, we lost. It was a really hot day. 
So lost by a goal. Yeah, so um, a lot of me Queensland listeners probably wouldn't understand this, but every football club in country Victoria has a netball mm. club. Yeah, well, the Ovens and Murray were a lot slower than the Ovens and King. Ovens and King have been doing it for years yeah, and years. since about the 50s, early 50s, mm. yeah, okay. Um, yeah. And I see now it's incorporated in the name. It is now the Millwall yes, Football Netball yeah, Club. And I think the Rovers are the same. Yeah, they are now. Yeah, mm. so... And the others in King have got five or six sides now, mm. yeah, which is great. There's more girls playing netball than blokes playing footy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the netball yeah. starts at nine in the morning and footy doesn't start till 12. The girls' footy has taken off down here as well? Or not so yeah, much? Yeah, slowly. Yeah, like Rovers do have a side. Yeah, there's a couple of teams um, around. Of oh, is that all? There's no... They've got a mixed team. Rally felines or something. But what? But I did see Wanger at a Magpies advertising this week because so they must be thinking about trying to get a. So the Ovens and Murray itself doesn't have a women's comp. No. no. Oh right, yeah. No. Oh. No. They play some sides out of Albury Wodonga mostly, I think. Yeah, it's Ship, I think. Yeah. Because I was talking to someone that actually this area, northeast Victoria, has provided quite a few. Girls yeah, to so the AFLW, yeah, like yeah, he was talking up to eight or ten yeah, from yeah, this area. There's quite a few. So, um, Pretty sure the got three sides an open women's and under 17s yeah, and Wayne under Rovers 14s. Was or the first in the area to get it up and going. So. But who do they play against? All Bredonga sides. Oh, right. Uh, one from Shepparton. Yeah, yeah. And is it the Rally Felines? Yeah, I think they, they play against Alpine them too. Felines. What Something sure. like that. Do you wish there was football? When you were young? Absolutely. Really? You'd have played that over netball? But like, like I said, I was brought up in Melbourne with three brothers, so yeah. I, it's all I did. I never owned a doll. I played cricket and footy in the backyard. Mm. And went to football a lot? Like, you're a passionate Richmond supporter. Yeah, so... And that's a family I, thing? Yeah, mum, and, mum was born and bred in Richmond. So yeah. uh, mum and I used to go. The boys didn't go a lot. I watched my brothers play football, but um, when it comes to the AFL... Been, well, I've been a member ever since I can remember. There was a couple of years when I, when I first moved up here, I think, when I first got married, I didn't have my membership. But now I'm back with Richmond. I've been a member for 28 years. And she managed years. to brainwash two of our children. So I tried to brainwash all my children. But, yeah, we went to a Carlton-Richmond game at Eddie had one time and took the girls to the toilet and they were all dressed in their Richmond gear and I've come out and, Pat, and Trevor's gone over to the Carlton shop and... Deck Patrick out and all his Carlton gear. How long ago was that? So Pat would have been five, so he's now 21. So. Yes, yeah, so they were both pretty crap at the time, Richmond yeah. and Carlton. Oh, the Carlton were all right because we were walked they? in there and Cooter, I think Cooter got five oh. goals in the first quarter. We were annihilated. We were pathetic. Yeah. And we sat right behind the goals and Patrick was just watching the ball come through. And he just thought it. And I just said to him then, I said, well, that's fine. I said, but Dad will never take you to the footy. If you ever want to see a footy game, be Richmond. So my one of my highlights was 2017 taking him. He went... With me to watch the Greater Western Sydney, what was it, prelim? Or was it one of the semi finals? Mm. And Pat came along with me, and of course, that 2017 Richmond, there were what, 90,000 Richmond supporters and 5,000 Greater Western Sydney yeah. supporters, and the whole place was jumping. And he was singing the I've Got That on Video. 
him singing the Richmond theme song. Everybody sings the Richmond theme song. It's the best song out there. So, so that, no matter so who that was support, good. I, yeah. I don't mind the West Coast Eagles song, is it? Yeah. That's the only thing I like about them. Our daughter, our daughter Sarah played a little bit of footy. Yeah, she so played, she was playing for Melbourne Uni. She played quite a bit Oh, really? When footy. she was down? Yeah, Melbourne. when she lived in Melbourne. And when she <laughs> lived in Melbourne, she was going because she's a Richmond member. Both the girls are members. I don't think Amy's ever been to a game. <laughs> and then Sarah was going every week when she was living down there and she mm. was playing with Melbourne Uni. Not that she went to Melbourne Uni, she just saw a flyer up and thought she'd go and have a try. And so she played mm. two seasons, I think it was. Yeah, she so had quite good skills. She could kick and mark, but she probably didn't have great game knowledge, I suppose, would be the way to put it. Yeah, she, you know, she the kicking teach. and marking must have come from Julie. The game knowledge maybe from you, <laughs> you think? Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> I used to say you, I could quick. You used to say I was all right kick. But, yeah. um, Coming from Trev, that's no great <laughs> thing, really. Trev was just all right kick himself, really. Just. Yeah. just. Yeah. Oh, no, you were pretty good over 20 metres. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, on the left. Hmm. So, yeah, so I only had one died. left. Hmm. We've jumped ahead a little, actually. So we have. from the teddy bear throwing incident, things moved along quite quickly. One would suggest you were married in... 96. 96. Yep. January 96. And First dated in 93, married in 96. Were you milking cows before you were married? No, he tricked me. He was a beef so, farmer. Yeah, so he... Yeah. He was a beef farmer and just before we got married, we bought the farm, the family bought the farm at Miller. Bought a secondary farm. Yeah. Yes. So I was tricked into it. So and she loved every minute of it. No, nah, yeah, no. I, I think that's an endorsement on you, though. He actually was still happy to marry without seeing if you could milk cows. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. so, well, I was thrown in the deep end. So Actually, the most impressive time was when she could cart hay with me, I reckon. That's not a bad effort. Not many hay. girls will go out and throw a few bales of hay around. No. I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah. That was before we were married, I think, so... Yeah. That so might have, that might have been the key point, I think. Mm. So Julie's doing all these things to impress you. What did Trev do to impress you? I don't know. He hates Melbourne, so we didn't go to the footy much. I still was doing that by myself. <laughs> it was the guitar. <laughs> the guitar, of course. That's what it was. Did you yeah. used to attend Trev's... Well, not concerts, are they? What do you call them? Gigs. 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 Yes. Oh, yes and no. I was home looking after his kids. <laughs> yes. Not all the time. Yeah. So much. That's right. A lot of the time. Kids and the teddy bears. Mm. Yeah. So, already two kids. Moved along three between of your own now, which so is... So we were married at the beginning of 96. Sarah was born in September 97. Then Amy was born in March 99. So they're only 17 months apart. Emma came to live with us. Early 2001. So Matthew, my oldest, had been living this. Yeah, so he moved in when he was 11. He moved in with us. And about the time Emma rang up and said she was coming to live with us, you fell pregnant. I fell pregnant pregnant with Patrick. Patrick And (laughs) thought, oh my God, where are we going to put all these? Yeah, we need a bigger house. Well, we. And of course, back then we weren't really drawing much of a wage because we were getting Mm. our business up and going. Trevor was singing three nights a week. And I just thought, oh, my God, how am I going to have four children and a brand-new baby? But anyway, it all worked out. 
We did. We put an extension on the house and it was good. We had some tough times, but that's all right. Come out the other end. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, and then Pat was born in 2001, May 2001. Which Trevor would have been in the twilight of his football career by then, wouldn't you? um, I hurt a knee pretty badly in, uh, I can't remember what, about 98. And I had five years off. I had a knee operation and had five years off. Five years? Five years, I think. I didn't realise that. And the twos were desperately short one day, about five years later, and coach rang me up. Can you come and play? And uh, well, I sort of had a bit of an itch to play again, and played from then until I was forty-one. Get, get, got back to playing senior footy again, but we were a pretty ordinary side. <laughs> and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Actually, didn't take it so seriously. Just yeah, it. relaxed a bit more yeah, about it all. Happy to play in reserve probably grade. Probably slowed down quite a bit, which probably improved my kicking. Probably would have, yeah. The legs weren't going as fast. I didn't honestly think you could be slower than you were, but anyway, oh, besides you. the point. I thought that's one thing I could do was run. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about a 13 seconds over 100 metres, weren't you? I was 12. I don't reckon I ever got time, but I would have been a bit quicker than you. Jeez. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> Go I was 11. Eleven. No, I went to the state championships. I think that's fifty metres, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven over hundred metres? No. No, it was over seventy metres. Oh, here we go. Yeah. What can I say? But I ran state state championships at Olympic Park. Mm. There's so much about you, Julie. We're finding out. Mm. The bikini bod, the American <laughs> trip. Yeah, if, I, if only we could oh. all come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's all distant memories now. Oh, a lot of lot of life is though, isn't it, yeah. Trevor? A lot of so your football. Eventually, someone told you were in the twilight and you should quit. So you well, then I won two more best and fairest in that time. Really? Yep. After your five year hiatus. Yep. Only played nine games and got up one in the last game of the year. Really? I actually said to Julie the day of the boat camp, I said I'll win this today, and uh, got about halfway through the boat camp. She said, "You haven't got hope." You knew where your good games were. I knew where my good games were. Yeah. Uh, I think most of us know if we've played well or not when you've played enough footy. And, uh, yeah, snuck in and got another one the next year, I think it was. So when did you quit playing footy and decide to become on the... Well, were you on the committee when you were playing footy? Uh, early days I was. Back in, back in the early 80s I was on the committee, but then I got off for quite some time. Not in the early 80s. That's when... Yeah, I was pretty young when I was on the committee. Really? Yeah. Don't yeah. And Bluey were on it a long time ago. Yeah, that's a, that's late eighties. That's after I. Yeah, it'd be late eighties. Yeah, late eighties. Yeah. Got back on the committee in about two thousand and seven, I reckon. Coached the thirds for about four years. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed time. coaching. Yeah, really enjoyed working with the kids. Great. Really enjoyed it. Um, coached the twos before that. Oh, did you? Yeah, back in the nineties, got to a grand final. Did you enjoy that? Uh, coaching twos is frustrating. You never know who you've got. Depends on the senior coach, doesn't it? <laughs> and who turns up. Yeah, well, yeah. to me, coaching reserve grade, you're not coaching to win a premiership. You're coaching yeah. for your seniors to win a premiership. Sure, but, like, but we all know. want to win a premiership. Don't oh, we? of course you do, yeah. But yeah, got to a grand final one year, and uh, I'm just trying to think what year it was. What playing was coach? Yeah, playing coach. But the first final we played, the senior coach rank and decided I had to play seniors that day and the two should have won to get them straight through and they didn't. Took myself and a fellow by the name of Peter Warnock out of the twos 
he played at centre half forward, I played on half forward flank. He kicked eight goals and I kicked two. And we had a pretty good day in the seniors. We had a 25-goal turnaround from the side that beat us the week before. But, um, like, the senior coach did what he had to do. Like, yeah, obviously yeah. there was two vacancies, someone was injured or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so a dropped, I think. Did, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they went back to reserve grade. Yeah, we were yeah. playing well in the twos and brought us up and it worked. But then the, t- the seniors bombed out the next week. And did you play the following week? Yeah, played the following week. But then played in the twos the week after that. In the end, I didn't play in the last final. I can't, actually can't remember why. I didn't play in the grand final. I must have been injured or something. Oh, you did the right thing and dropped yourself? Yeah, I don't know. Can't remember. Must be a reason. Yeah, no, I, I, no, the twos went out in straight sets. Sorry, I'm telling fibs. We didn't make the grand final. The week the two of us went up in the seniors, um, the twos lost. Then you and lost then the following week the when set, you And we were still in the seniors the next week, and they yeah. lost again. Went yeah. straight out. It's a bit thankless reserve grade, like I say. I yeah. think you're there for seniors, but also yeah. well, up where I'm but from these it. days, you spend a lot of time on the phone. Not yes. the, you don't even know who you got, let alone what no. the seniors are giving you. You don't know who's going to turn up. Yeah. And but I uh, coached the thirds for, I reckon it was four years, and really enjoyed it. Got to a grand final and unfortunately lost it. Uh, played finals every year we did it and made some really good friends with some good kids. Still stay in touch with a few of them. Had a few rat bags as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, had some really good kids. And it's great to see them now. Like some of those kids now got families of their own. And yeah, I had one here actually working on our dishwasher uh, a couple of months ago. Hadn't seen him since we played. he played footy. He's now married with a couple of kids and grown into a really good young fella. Good to see. Yeah, so we were speaking earlier, you were a member of that inaugural Miller War. Yeah, 1978. Yep. 78 or whatever it was, There's yeah. There's a photo up in the club rooms of the inaugural side, which you're in, along with your brother. I was actually named a full forward. Were you? And had an inaugural team, and then by half-time they realised, oh, we've named the wrong Hodgins. It's the <laughs> other guy, that's good because they put Jeff on the bench, and I think they realised, we've done something wrong here, this guy's no good. <laughs> I put my brother on. I think he ended up third in best and fairest to Barry Gardner or something like. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah, remember who won it that year. Mm. Uh, my older brother Brian played in that. He was very good, and I was about eleven years old and about three foot tall, so I probably didn't get much of a run that year. Mm. And then you were, as we spoke, you were playing scenes and you were part of the eighty-four, eighty-five. Yeah, eighty-four. I missed out on a senior game in the grand final I played about eight games through the year I think yeah and the same in 86 there was a few years 85 yeah oh, 85 actually the coach called me in about three quarters away through the year and said you've played seven if you play one more you might be able to play twos finals and he I said well what do you want to do and he said I think you should go back to the twos uh, he was quite honest he said if we have our best side in you're not in it so, which in the end it would have mattered like because we both no, played both play. finals each yeah. week Yep. Oh, well, sorry, no, the, actually the, we would have played more finals than the senior yeah, yeah. team because they finished on top, I think. Yep. If I'm pretty, they did. I remember right. Yeah, ours was a bit of a, a run. I thought we had to win our last home and away game by a certain amount to get in. And, You're probably right. Yeah, and I think we got in and, and then, yeah. Went all the we way. wreaked havoc. We did. Yeah. yeah. I remember the parties afterwards. They were uh, big too, actually. The hat party. Yes, the hat, the hat party, party, yeah. And Raymond Griffin and yeah. different things, yeah. So, yeah, but... Um, you became a president of the football club. Yeah. Totally different role to playing and coaching. and. Yeah, I was... Um, and Julie had to milk. 
I've always had a lot of a lot of passion for footy. I love me footy. Absolutely. You do absolutely love me footy. Still do. And at the time, probably had no one putting their hand up for president. To be quite honest, the committee was a bit of a mess. So yeah, decided to do it. First thing I did was to get a treasurer that I could trust and I knew that he would do everything absolutely spot on. So a fellow by the name of Peter Farrell who worked for DSC, he was um, one of the head men there. He worked about a $20 million budget. I thought, well, he knows what he's doing and he's as honest as the day he was born. Sure. It's only $30 million at um, Millerwall, isn't it, these days? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he got on... Oh, his two boys were playing, one-thirds and one in the reserves. So he came on board after thinking about it for a day, and he did it for 10 years, which was fantastic. And another fellow by the name of Greg Cherry took on the job as secretary. Now, we're going to say any good president, you need people in those two positions, treasurer especially, I think, because you've got to have someone that is going to keep count of what's going, the ins and outs and all that. My um, goal was to put the right people in the right places. So... Treasurer and secretary were the two most important jobs, and then put some good people around them that would do all the grunt work, then find a really good coach. So, as a president, you were very involved in recruiting a coach. Yeah, yeah, very involved, and in that probably did that solely, probably. Who did you get? Uh, the first year we got a fellow by the name of Michael Newton. Michael played a little bit of footy at North Melbourne, played a lot of country footy, but played at North Melbourne. I can't remember his stats there, to be quite honest, but yeah, I don't think he ever played a senior game. His brother Lee played some senior footy at Melbourne. Yeah, no, Michael was terrific. Great people person. Yeah. Uh, was able to recruit players. Do you recruit him as a player or as a coach yeah, first? Yeah, as a playing coach, but unfortunately he did his knee very early on. But no, what I mean is, do you recruit him knowing how good a coach is or knowing how good a player he is? Had he coached before? He had. No, I'm not sure, to be honest now. I can't remember. So you were, you were first chasing a player and then yeah, we, speaking to him, you thought, we've got a we guy that can coach blokes, you. We had a couple of blokes that we were speaking to at the time, but we actually set up what I thought was a pretty good interview process. There was three of us sat in a room. We all had set questions to ask, and we went through that process with three, three prospective coaches, and he came out in front by a mile. He'd done a lot of homework on their club and all their players, Whereas the other blokes had done nothing. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, you could ask him, what do you think about this bloke? Where should we play him or something? And he had an idea. He already had a game plan. Did he? Yeah. What was it? Mark, kick. (laughs) Get the ball. (laughs) See the ball. See ball, get ball. (laughs) (laughs) He had it it worked out before our meeting. And he had a couple of recruits lined up already. Well, that would help too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be the first to admit, we had a pretty healthy budget for him to work with at the time. Well, I think we were discussing earlier, country footy does rely on that. Yeah. Our yeah, budget. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, relies on sponsors, relies on fundraising. Especially uh, in, well, like Millerwall is not a, oh, I suppose it's almost a township now, but it's more a country region. You're relying on a lot of, not just businesses, personal people donating, etc. and that. Yeah, yeah, some people just, you know, not necessarily in business, just... Throwing a bit yeah. of money in. Not many of them, a couple. But, but the, the days, like, so you can't build a club room, like, with a th- everyone donating, a few people donating $1,000 and getting their name on a brick anymore, can you? No. no like, very you know, different. you're looking at hundreds of thousands just to build something because yeah. of the... 
yeah. way things are. That fellow by the name of Les Brown did that years ago. Yes, he all. did, yeah. Right and and yeah. like the improvement was unbelievable, wasn't it, really, yeah. to what we had Incredible. before that. So, yeah, Mick coached the first year and we played in an elimination final and lost it. Probably with the side we had, probably should have done better, to be quite honest. Yep. But the next year we, uh, yeah, had a... Had a Recruited a couple more players and had a great year. And Tara Winju were on a 39-game winning streak. You hear that, European country, Sean? Yep. And we beat them in the grand final. Couldn't have read the script any better. Very satisfying? Very, very satisfying. Because yeah. you never actually played in a senior grand final yourself, no. did you? No. no. I think I got more joy out of being a president, to be honest. You did? Than playing, I played in two reserves grand finals. Yeah, I remember one of my other guests, Wayne Retzel, he said he was president the last time we won, and he yeah. said it was really satisfying. He said it was a it was a, uh, a plan over three or four years, yeah. like, and he. Yep, so 09, we, yeah, it was great. And then in 2013, we actually, on, on grand final day, we won six premierships. Yeah, I think yeah. I that was a. Four netball grades. photo I saw them all lined up on the... Yeah, four, four netball grades went through undefeated, which is incredible. I don't know how many sides would do that. Yeah. And um, and our daughter Sarah played in that, in the th- under-17s then, wasn't she? Yeah. She, yeah. Was she was only about 15 or 16. So uh, were you playing netball out here by... Um, I'd given up by then. Yeah. So I came out in... Come out. 94. Oh, 95. 95. And then I got Ross River Fever, so... Mm. Whenever that was. I don't even remember when that was. And then I once I got Ross River... I played, so we had dairy cows, kids. <laughs> Ross River. Travel was coaching. And then in um, 2006, 2007... So I must have got Ross Fever beginning of 2006 because I coached one undefeated premiership that yep. year. 2007, yep. I, we lost one game, got a premiership, but lost one game 2007, and then I retired. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of coaching? Do you enjoy coaching? Uh, it's different to being working with women. <laughs> In That's all I'll what say about why? that. I, I loved it, but I would never do it again. Like, um, about- I was doing. I was coaching B grade, and a lot of the, the girls were adults, but too many parents got involved. Really, and, yeah, well, a, even though they were adult girls, they're still. Yeah, and of course, when it comes to sport, I'm very competitive, and I like to win. And these parents thought the girls weren't getting a good enough go. <laughs> Wrote a letter to the president which didn't go down too well because the president was trevor <laughs> did they realize who they were writing it to you think um and of course it came up at a committee meeting trevor had to sleek in the door and say oh we've had a complaint about your coaching <laughs> so after that i just thought right i'll win this premiership and i'll just quit quit because it was b grade you weren't coaching at underage no, like it's B grade. yeah and yeah which is open yeah yeah which is any coaching is result Driven, yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah, so I won 2006 back to back, only losing one game. 2007, I've never coached again. Just thought, I could go milk cows, <laughs> have kids. <laughs>